Sunday, Bet Fair Edge. Back and lay all big bash markets. Play your way at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Good morning. Welcome to Betfair Edge. Jordan Canellis filling in for Miles Fitzner this morning. Good to be with you. Find a bet, find better tennis odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Into uh, talk a bit of nonsense with one of the best in the business, as Miles Fitzner describes him, so I'll describe him the same way. Tommy Haylock. Morning, Tommy. How's things? Good, mate. Yeah, talk a lot of nonsense. Um, hopefully you're <laughs> as good as Fitzy is talking crap, because uh, that's what oh. we do here this hour. It's always a bit of fun. He, we, he, um... he could represent Australia in the... Uh... Talking he could. <laughs> he could. And a lot of things. Not much good. But um, <laughs> yes, talking rubbish for the next hour. Um, all things sport, racing, lay bins. I need people to text in because we might be a bit underprepared today. Didn't even bring a laptop today. So text oh. in. What's the uh, number they text in, Jordan? Uh, 0433981116 if you want to text in uh, the Betfair Edge this morning. There you go. There's a couple of mates have texted me already. A couple of lays. We've got plenty happening. Um, Australian Open. Been a couple yeah. of surprises, a bit of upsets, a bit of drama. There has been, yeah. Have you been been watching much? Uh, yes, been went yesterday. Went yesterday. Oh, yeah. Saw uh, the demon. Um, he was fantastic yesterday. So yeah. caught up with him. Um, I watched that game. Watched a couple of uh, doubles games. It's a pass. It was a great doubles game actually. The I Pirates. heard that was that was packed. Yeah, it was, that, was packed to the rafters. Obviously, Kia arena. Yes, massive yeah. um, Greek population in Melbourne. I think it's the third biggest Greek population outside of. Greece. Yeah, I think so, second biggest city outside of Athens or something like that. Yeah, yeah. amazing. So um, obviously the Sitzbass got a big following here in Melbourne and uh, the brothers, and they were fantastic. They went down in a tiebreak in the last sets. So yep. been following it. There's been some huge upsets as well um, yeah. and some huge in-play turnarounds as, as well. So plenty of data to touch on, but anything grinding your gears, that's what we want to know here at Bitfair Edge. Um, anything you're putting in the lay bin, anything you're laying – there's plenty from the tennis we could be laying too, with the crowds and oh, the, yeah. the people. And you, how are you feeling? Are you grumpy? You you happy? As a general mood this morning. Me? Yeah. About what? Just about life? Just, just about life. How are you going? No, I'm fine. You're fine? I'm fine. Yeah, I've been I've been I've been diving deep into the tennis, so I'm happy. It's a good time of year. It is a good weather's, time. Of weather's year. nice. The weather has been good. Yeah. Australian Open is probably. I, th- I thought I might have been grumpy about the weather when we had 38 degrees the other day and raining. I was about to say that. Labin, <laughs> surely. Firstly, um, you're going. 38 degrees cooled off for heat, and an hour later you cooled off for rain. Yeah. Not, yeah. It's only in Melbourne. Exactly. Only in Melbourne. So okay. we, are we getting started with the lay bin now? Why not? Let's get stuck into it. Let's do it. Oh. We haven't got the... Tom in the lay bin. <laughs> <laughs> Stick him in the Producer lay bin. Producer, we are underprepared. Oh, no. Well, well, we can no, go off the no top. No stinger. All right. There we go. There we go. There we go. It gets us in the mood. Yes. Good song, that. The damn good song. It is a good song. Uh, have you got one to open us off with the lay bin, Tommy? I've got a few. We're just talking off air about um, what they're doing at St Kilda Road at the moment. Now, that's oh. an easy one. Now, if changed St Kilda Road down to one lane, bike lanes in. It's taken them so long to do. I live on St Kilda Road. Absolute nightmare. Mm. I got Uber Eats delivered last night. I got home for the tennis at 9 o'clock. I didn't stay for the, uh, the match, um, Djokovic match. But I got home at about 9 o'clock, ordered Uber Eats. Order, uh, the Uber Eats guy couldn't get anywhere near my house because the road works. Driving around, <laughs> absolute debacle. And those regular listeners will know I put Uber Eats in the lay bin regularly on a Sunday morning because I do tend to get Uber Eats on Saturday nights. Yep. 
you get the milkshakes with no straws and all sorts delivered. But oh. last night, he was actually fine, the Uber driver. He just couldn't get near my house because they're putting St Kilda Road down to one lane and having a bike lane. Incredible. Get in it? the lay bin. Incredible. It's one of the busiest roads in uh, in Melbourne, one of the most used roads around the CBD area. You think you need two lanes? If it's in- not broke, don't fix it. There's been nothing wrong with it for 50 years. Down to one lane. Unreal. Oh, and do Ro- it quickly, please. Roadworks in general have just been, there's been so much so much roadworks uh, at the moment, just in my area, up in the northern suburbs, trying to get into the city the other day. Normally it takes me about maybe half an hour, 40 minutes to get in. It took me over an hour to get in just because of roadworks in uh, in uh, in some of the smaller suburbs. Absolutely cooked, mate. Oh, Absolutely cooked. Um, I've got some some other ones. I've got plenty to talk about here. This is a good yep. one from Braden off the text. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, now, revenue raising. Mm-hmm. By access to the Australian Open, cars dropping off people, getting fined for dropping off people near the Australian Open, police, they're ready to do it, ready to find them. Just the whole scenario around Ubers and taxis and people dropping off, get a designated drop-off area. People should be allowed to drop off people at the tennis, yep. especially late at night. Don't Don't find them. Or whatever for yeah, no. for just dropping off. Set it up better and and make it less revenue raising and needs to be better that whole system. So they're just sitting there just waiting to pounce. That's what I heard. Yep, dropping people off and as soon as someone pulls in, they yeah pull them over. Yeah, so get in the bin. You need to be better than that. But I've got a bit a bit bit about the tennis. But you got any? Yeah, I got I got a few. So a similar one to to that was um, so not dropping off, but sort of getting picked up by Ubers and taxis. Yes. On Olympic Boulevard, if you're coming out the John Kane Arena side of uh, of uh, Melbourne Park, it is pandemonium out there. And there are so many taxis that don't want... Actually, that's one that's really annoyed me is taxis who don't want to do... Or Ubers who don't want to do shortish trips. Oh, they're only canceling looking, Ubers. Only looking for the long trips so they can get as much money in the back Cancellations pocket. Cancellations of Ubers. Oh, huge labor. I reckon I waited about half an hour the other night I reckon I cycled through about six different Ubers who all cancelled on me, just waiting for a for a trip to get me. I I couldn't walk that far where I needed to go. I had to had to catch a cab, uh, and they all cancelled on me because, but for their standard, it was too short. It's ridiculous. And we had this whole debacle back a long time ago when taxis used to do it, not pick you up, and you stood there and you asked to get picked up, and they wouldn't let you in the taxi. Now yeah. you just get in, but. Brian, uh, Rhino makes a good point as well here. You need to rename the show The Lay Bin because it dominates the show <laughs> and the Betfair Edge can actually be a segment in The Lay Bin. So, yeah. um, yes, Rhino, I don't disagree with you. We're coming grumpy. It's what people want to hear on a Sunday morning. We're mm. here for a bit of a lighthearted fun. Everyone's tired, mowing the lawns, doing their, yeah. doing their family duties and whatnot. Everyone just wants to have a bit of a whinge and a bit of fun. What about uh, Lay Bin? The freezing cold temperature of this studio when I walked in. Oh, how cold is it? Arctic. I'm so glad I brought a jumper. I'll put it on as soon as I walked in here. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not opposed to a uh, to a cold room. I do like it fresh, but this was fr- this was like winter. This wakes you up. Don't worry oh. about that. Um, obviously, huge crowd. Ninety four thousand people at the tennis yesterday. Mass. That's a record. It's a record. But catering needs to be better. Okay. Lining up for 20, 30 minutes. You get pass outs out of your tennis, yeah. out of your arena for half an hour. It's so hard to get food, Bev, everything. Genuinely 20 minutes you're waiting. Yeah, I waited 20 minutes. That was a quick line. Also, <laughs> Friday, Monday night, I went to day one, 6 p.m., a chicken place sold out a chicken by 6 p.m. day one. Well, that doesn't make sense, does it? It doesn't make any sense. So you get to the front of the line, you've lined up for 15, 20 minutes, no chicken. Get in the lay bin. Get in the lay bin. But catering and another one for the tennis. Obviously, ninety four thousand people. Watch mm-hmm. where you're walking. 
Oh, yeah. Don't walk diagonally talking to people without looking. The amount of... Oh, just walk, slow, walk straight and pay attention, please. Slow walkers in general oh, yes. who are just dawdling up the sidewalk, just taking their time, and it's a tight sidewalk because you're in the CBD. Oh, yeah, getting the lay <laughs> I'm going somewhere. That. I'm going somewhere with purpose. Get out of my way. I'm trying to walk between arenas in a hurry, yeah. and you're dawdling sideways, diagonally talking to people. Just get out of the way, guys. It's match point out on court number three. I need to be there right now. <laughs> you know what annoys me about tennis is – you can't walk in. You have to wait for the every odd number to get into an arena. Yeah. Gee, it's annoying. Yeah. Every, massive lines waiting. Like That's probably the worst thing about tennis, for mine. Yeah. Just, and wa- if you waiting just to get in. If you just miss it. Oh, you're waiting 15 minutes. You're, the, you're, the, you're the last person at, before the cutoff. And you, ugh, you're waiting. Like, wait. Sets go for an hour at times. Yeah. Right? If you're waiting three games, which is probably a quarter of a set, if not more, mm-hmm. you're waiting, you could wait 25 minutes yeah. if you just miss it. Like, you're standing there waiting, can't see anything, get in the lobe in. And the worst is when they start doing the uh, advantage, juice, advantage, yes. juice. Yes. And advantage, games go juice. for 10 minutes, 10 minutes. And you're just sitting there going, oh no, just break or do something. What's You mentioned You mentioned the, the milkshakes before in the Uber Eats, which, uh, which brought, up, <laughs> brought up one for me, so no sure. Have you ever, do you order Indian much on Uber Eats? Uh, I have done occasionally. Yes. Yeah, I don't. Yes. I don't mind it. You do you order a uh, a mango lassi? I haven't ordered a mango lassi okay. on Uber Eats. Lo- no, love a mango lassi. Ha- I'm not immune to a mango lassi. I don't mind them. Yeah, it goes very well. Yeah. Have you ever had a mango lassi? So it's a drink. You ever had it delivered in a rectangular flat tub? What? <laughs> what? Multiple times I have ordered Indian at different places too. So not just one restaurant where they've ordered uh, where they've delivered the drink. In one of the flat tubs you normally get rice in. How am I meant to drink no way. a drink out of that? Give it to me in a cup. No way. It is the most ridiculous thing that's ever is happened to me. Is it more solid than normal? What is it just, no, it's just a liquid format in a tub? Yeah. That's but bizarre. it's spilling, so I have to glad wrap it and it's all spilling everywhere and it's messy and it's I wonder why they do that. I have no idea. Do they idea. not have drink containers? They, they probably don't. Probably don't. Because you buy them and they put them in a glass, I guess, if you're there. But that you can get the plastic ones. Surely. There's plastic cups. Go to Costco, load up on some plastic cups. Exactly. What's your, what's your take on Costco, mate? Laying or backing? <sighs> never really, never really done Costco. Haven't you? No. That's uh, you, you buy in bulk there, isn't it? That's yeah, the, it's yeah. it's oh, back. Oh, that's on the backboard, Costco. Not bad. Just you yeah. need a big car. You yeah. Need a big, you need a big car. Load up. So what do you, what do you normally buy when you're at Costco? Oh, like laundry powder for the last literally four years with me. Yeah. Single guy. Just okay. Just you buy the bulk laundry powder. Just you never have to go shopping again. You're done. It's great. Yeah. Sets How long does it last sets you? you up for, sets you up for a year and a half. A year? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we do. Do we do backboard as well? Oh, if you got something for the backboard, for sure. All right. It's not all about whinging. You're in a, you're too happy for this show. You you're not like Miles and I. We're coming hot and grumpy and yeah, tired. My, and, what does Miles do? Drag his feet oh, in on a Sunday. He's he's fired up. He comes in fresh, <laughs> new ball off the long run. He's fired up. Can I be? Uh, can I play devil's advocate? So backboard. So a lot of the talk around the tennis, I've been, as I said, neck deep in the tennis this yes. week. Uh, all the talk around the uh, the late night tennis, I don't mind it. Oh, that's controversial. I'm laying that massively. I'm, I'm not okay. I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm laying not, that. I'm not advocating for four a.m. every morning. So that that can be. In the so I wanted bit. to go to that game. Yeah, I wanted to watch it. I had to, <laughs> I, had to, I, had to I had to cut off at two a.m. was my cutoff. I said I had to I have to be up tomorrow morning at certain times. So two a.m. was my cut. But I don't mind the late night tennis because that feels like. Vintage Oz Open. Four a.m. is a bit ridiculous. Four is ridiculous. Even night one, 
I can't even remember who, who was playing. Night one, mm. and I wanted to stay to the men's game. Igor Svitek finished on Rod Laver at 10 o'clock. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not waiting around for the men's game to start at quarter past 10, 10.30. It's a school night. I've been at the Gold Coast for a week and a half for Magic Millions. I don't need to be up past midnight again. No. So I went home. But I wanted to, wanted to go to the game Thursday night. Yeah. Who was that Who was that, that played till 4 a.m.? It was uh, Kokonakis and Murray. Kokonakis. I was really keen to go to that match. Yeah. Go buy tickets. I'm so glad I didn't. That game didn't start till 10.30. It went till 4 a.m. Yeah. I, I'm, imagine if I bought tickets and I was just sitting there at 9 o'clock going, hurry up. Yeah. So anyway, that's in the lab in for me. You're you're disagreeing. Yeah, uh, not not yeah, so half half, four a.m. lay bin, but late night in general. So maybe one thirty, two a.m. the absolute latest. Fine on Friday, Saturday's night, Saturday nights. Yeah, Monday, Tuesdays. Come on, it is. How, also, how are that many people getting to the tennis at this time of year? Because aren't people back at work now, or are they just taking extended holidays? I'm always amazed at how many people are on the ground. A grounds. lot of tourists now. Haven't been able to travel for a couple of years. True. Surely, surely tourism's true. Great for Melbourne. Um, Melbourne's... 50k in the day session. Like, don't you guys have to work? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Not me, apparently. Um, yeah, it's great. Melbourne needs to needs this. Melbourne does yeah. need this. Yeah. And even even um, Thursday night, I went Friday night. Went for dinner in the city, and I was expecting the city to be busier and humming and everything happening. It was mm. still a bit dead, which is in the lobby. But I was expecting with the amount of tourists and tennis on, everywhere would be packed and South Bank would be really busy. Not quite. Hopefully the second week it picks up a bit, but yeah, these things are great for Melbourne. Traffic's picked up. <laughs> That's because of the roadworks, mate. Laving. Traffic, yeah. traffic is, is massively laving yeah. at the moment. It's yeah. mental. But yeah. anyway. Holiday period was good. First it week was. Of, first How week was the January? first week going back to work? First Next week. Of 10 of, minutes to get into the office. Yeah. First week of Jan, second week of Jan. Not that I know. I'm just talking Quiet. talking on behalf of other people. No, it was good. It was good. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> uh, find better tennis odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. We'll keep the lay bin open all the way through the program today. 0433981116 to send through your text messages and your nominations to what you want to put in the lay bin. We'll read them out throughout the course of the morning. Uh, last quarter in the NFL right now, Kansas City leading by 10 points, 27 to 17 over the Jacksonville Jaguars for a place in the AFC Conference Championship next week. After that will be the New York Giants and the uh, Philadelphia Eagles starting at quarter past midday. So an hour from now, those games available to you on the SEN app via SEN Fanatic. We will uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side of this and uh, more from the, uh, from the Betfair Edge and the lay-bin. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. You can find better odds on the Australian Open at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Welcome back to Betfair Edge. Jordan Canellis and Tommy Haylock with you. Find better odds. On the Big Bash at Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. But we are talking tennis now on Betfair Edge. And joining us here on the program this morning is Steve Quick. Ace previews on Betfair Hub. Steve Quick, uh, welcome to the program, mate. Good to chat. How's things? Yeah, it's been a, a very, very busy first week. But thanks very much for having me on. You're getting sick of me, mate. Tom Haylock coming at you. Um, you've spoken to me a few times lately. You had enough of me yet? <laughs> Uh, not just yet. We're not in the lab yet? Time, but it, no, not just yet. But give me a couple of days. We'll see what happens <laughs> over the, the, the next couple of 
couple of days at the, the rest of the Open. But no, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on again. Um, obviously, we spoke Friday on the Friday Edge as well. Um, what are you making of the tournament so far? We've seen some rough results. Medvedev's out. Um, we're a week into it. How are you faring? Yeah, look, it's been a little bit chaotic. And look, for me personally, I've just, just, just ahead through the, the first week. But I think... You know, as as someone who who loves tennis first and foremost, it, it's been nice to see. You know, uh, there's so much variety now in the game, and even just talking to people who don't normally follow the tour uh, year round, to to see them talking about new names and new faces, and and even the you know likes of some Aussies and Kokonakis and Popper, and you know, putting together some some solid runs through the first week, I, I think it's 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 all in good shape. But I think it's really going to set up for a, an interesting second week now with, you know, the, the favourite on each side of the tournament still there, but, you know, there are some question marks. Steve, what would you make of uh, the Australians yesterday? We'll start off with Alex Dimonor in the afternoon who beats uh, Benjamin Bonzi from France in uh, three sets. And uh, first set was a bit of a struggle for him. He had to get it to a tiebreaker, but then the second uh, and third sets he did pretty easily. But now he meets Novak Djokovic in the fourth round. Yeah, look, it's going to be a really massive contest. I'm assuming it'll be tomorrow night on Rod Laver Arena. But when you, you look at, at what happened yesterday, you know, I was, I was sitting there watching the match. I was a little shocked to see that it was actually 5 all in that first set because Demonor was all over Bonzi, I think, from the outset. I think he earned about 14 break points in that first first set, but just snuck over the line and then really ran away with it, which is, is really what you want to do when you've got, when you know that Novak's in the next round. You want to come into it fresh. And he's been able to do that. He hasn't found himself in... A particularly long battle so far. Um, you know, Manorino probably the, the longest of the bunch, but I think he's actually in a really good position here, um, particularly with the, the question marks around Novak. And I think we've seen that with the outright price. It's still longer than it was pre-tournament for Novak. So there are some question marks there. How uh, how serious is Novak Djokovic's injury? Because uh, in the second round match, he was sort of barely able to move. At some points, I'm sure a lot of people thought, "Is he going to get through this match? Does is he, he going to pull it on? out?" Yeah, does he put any every, mag- every point he loses, it seems to be worse. Yeah, look, it's it's a tricky one. I think if you knew, if you could get inside Novak's head, you would be able to trade very well in the Betfair <laughs> all, all of his matches. So it can be a little bit tricky. Um, you know, we saw a couple of years ago, he had the abdominal issue where he had to adjust his serve a little bit, but it didn't impact his other shot selection too much. Whereas I think with his hamstring, you can see particularly when he's trying to lunge out to the backhand and he can't really kind of, push off and get back to the middle of the court and you kind of see him kind of run off towards the side of the court and it looks a little bit traumatic as well. But I think what saved him yesterday against Grigor Dimitrov was the fact that you know, he could get a really high percentage of first serves in. So he got some cheap points when he really needed it. Um, but I, I just think, you know, of all the players, and if you look at his outright odds at the moment, he would need to beat Demonor and then probably, you know, Holger Rune just to get to the semifinals. I think there are some question marks there and, you know, he's going to have the whole crowd against him on Monday night. I mean, they're not allowed to boo, as we've been told. But I think it's going to be a, a really interesting contest, particularly because Demonor has that ability to, you know, retrieve a lot of balls and extend rallies and really turn it into a grind. And we've seen how fit um, Demonor looks. And uh, Alexi Popperin was the other Australian yesterday, but he was beaten pretty convincingly by uh, a young American by the name of Ben Shelton, who not many people will have heard of because... Only 20 years? He's only 20, and he's never left the United States before now. This is his first time out of America, so no one has heard of him because he never left his home country. But he ended up doing a great job on Alexi Popperin, unfortunately for us. Uh, but Popperin, he should be proud of the run that he's put together. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, you look at his January already, it's almost been more successful than the, re- 
the entire 2022 season for him. I think the big thing for him now, and as well as Kokonakis and a couple of these other Australian players, is to be able to take the form that they've been able to generate in January and actually you know, head overseas and produce those similar levels through the you know, the, the U.S. hardcore swing in, in March in particular with Indian Wells and Miami and really try and use it as a springboard as opposed to, you know, Popper needed a wild card to get into the Australian Open and to be able to get in on his own ranking will be beneficial, I think, moving moving forward with his career. So, obviously, Igor Vitek's $2.90 favourite for the women's. You can layer at 2.94 at the moment. Novak Djokovic, $2.34, Steve. Obviously, Medvedev out was a big surprise and got owned the other night. Um which obviously I, I thought Djokovic would be shorter than he currently is. Obviously, that injury is playing havoc. Sits a pass into $7.10, $7.20, quarter $10. Olga Rune or Rune $12. Which way are you siding in the men's? I think if you're looking at the $2.34 for Novak at the moment, just because he's playing against Demonor and then probably Rune or even Rublev, I think if, if he were to find himself in a little bit of trouble in either of those early matches, you might see that kind of drift out to around that $3 mark. So <clears throat> it might be worth just keeping an eye on that um, for now. Looking further down, I think Holger Rune is one to, to keep an eye on at that, that $12 mark for the men's. Um, I think he has all the tools and the, the power to be able to be a real threat and, and should be able to beat Andre Rublev tomorrow. Um, and then would, that would also set up a, a clash with um, with Novak or, or Demon or in a in a quarterfinal. I think the, the, the bottom quarter is so wide open that whoever comes out of this, this third quarter, I think it's really going to set up well for them to, to be a, a heavy favourite in a semi-final um, and, and make their way through. So I'd, I'd be looking at the, the 12s for, for Rune. Um, or if you really want to, you know, you, you do see Demon or down there, you might be able to start with maybe a, a trade on him at the, the $60. And if he does get off to a good start, um, he, might, he might be wound in a little bit there against Novak uh, tomorrow night. Interesting. And the women's size is Vitek, $2.90. Any bets you're seeing there in the overall women's tournament? And then come at us with your, your plays for today and tonight, Steve. Yeah, so I think when you look at the, the draw at the moment for the, the women's, you know, I think the third quarter is attackable from a, a trading perspective. And, and someone who's really flown under the radar this week that has, has you know, done the job in each round is, is Carolina Pliskova. So I think she's a, a longer odds at the moment. But she has that Zhang Shui, uh, next up and is finds herself in the Caroline Garcia quarter who I haven't been particularly sold on on her tennis at the moment. So she's one to maybe consider just from a, a trading perspective there. Uh, but more so to today, um, one to keep an eye on, I've got uh, Karen Kashinov uh, at the minus 4.5 games against Yoshihito Nishioka. Um, I think it's actually not a, too bad of a matchup for the Russian here. Uh, he's got a very solid backhand that should be able to handle Nishioka's loopy uh, lefty topspin forehand. Um, so that's one to keep an eye on. And another one, uh, just a little bit later on, uh, I think uh, Barbara Krachikova can cover the plus 3.5 games. There's a sneaky outright chance against Jessica Pukula, who's one of the, the outright hopes for the Americans. And uh, Steve, give us your thoughts on probably the, the matches of the day, one for the men, one for the women's. Uh, the women's match, Sviontek, the number one seed against the reigning Wimbledon champion, Elena Rybakina from uh, Kazakhstan. And then the night match, on Rod Laver Arena is uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas from Greece against Yannick Sinner from Italy, two big hitters of the ball. Yeah, Rybakina hits a very, very powerful ball off both wings, and we saw that at Wimbledon um, with what was a, a tremendous fortnight for her. I think she has the ability to challenge um, Shwiotek here, but it, it is going to be a tough ask. I think you know, when, you, when you look at Iga, I think she's looked a little bit better the last couple of rounds, and you know she's she started to to find a rhythm in the condition. So 
I think Eager should be too strong there. I, I think um, Rodak and I might be able to make a little run for three or five games throughout that match, but I don't see her putting it together for the, the whole match. But yes, Sitsipas versus Sinner is going to be a, a cracking contest tonight. Um, I think when we look at that particular matchup, I was actually quite keen on Sinner when these two met a year ago and he got absolutely trounced by Sitsipas. <laughs> and it's, it's one of those ones that it's a really tricky matchup, I think. You know, if you look at Sitsipas and what he's been able to produce more recently and, and at the start of you know, each calendar year, I think it, you have to side with him here in this particular matchup. I think Sinner's been a little bit flighty at times through the, the first couple of rounds. And I just wonder if that experience of Sitsipas, you know, he's made a couple of semifinals here. I think he's, he's one to, you know, he is just sneaking under the radar with all of the attention going to Novak. But I think Sitsipas should be able to progress here. Steve, appreciate your time as always. Thank you, mate. And enjoy the second week of the tennis. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Steve Quick, Ace Previews on Betfair Hub, all the Australian Open latest from Steve. And you can find better tennis odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll uh, continue on with a little bit more tennis on the other side of this and all other sports and racing as well on the Betfair Edge this Sunday morning on the other side of the news. Your Sunday edition of the Betfair Edge. Jordan Canellis and Tommy Haylock with you this morning. 0433981116. If you'd like to send through your text messages, what are you backing? What are you laying? You can put something in the lay bin if you want. We'll keep that open all the way through the course of the show. Find better tennis odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Full time in the NFL this morning in the AFC match. The Kansas City Chiefs have defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-20. to So the Chiefs are into a fifth consecutive AFC Championship game. And uh, the Giants of New York versus the Philadelphia Eagles are up in about uh, 50 or so minutes from now. And you can listen to that on the SEN app via SEN Fanatic. Um, now, uh, Tommy, there was a text that came in before when we were talking to Steve about uh, Novak Djokovic that said, uh, this was from Locke, who said, he puts so much mayo on it, always, almost lay-bin material. What's your take on Novak Djokovic putting mayo on his injuries? I don't know whether he does it for himself, for the mind games of his opponent, for just a bit of mayo to make sure everyone thinks he's a superhero for playing through injuries. I, no doubt he, he plays on it a little bit, I think. Yeah. That's that's my take. and. I don't know his reasoning behind it, but it seems to work. It gets him winning. Do you reckon he's ever fully faked an injury? Uh, I don't know. There, <laughs> there would have been some. There would have been some that have done that. So that would be more impressive. If someone faked an injury and made us all believe that they were injured when they really weren't and won a tournament, I'd be more impressed by that if someone actually had an injury and won a tournament. There might be some um, things of bad sport around. I, mean, I don't know if you've seen the Netflix stuff. Oh, about yeah, bad yeah. Sport, something around that. Yeah, surely. And, yeah, it would be. That'd be a good one. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, there's also um, a tweet down here, or a message down here from Braden. Did you both see Warner champion Davies? And Davey goes, don't champ me. That's good. Ooh. I like that. So you would have missed this. Up on the Gold Coast. This was the young man, Ollie Davies? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I missed that, but that's very good material. Um, Mitch Beer, the horse trainer, said yeah. said to me, I, I interviewed him the next day and ribbed him about this, but he said to me after our uh, Betfair function on a Thursday night on the Gold Coast. Good, good night, champion, or goodbye, champion. And someone heard it and was like, "You can't say that." <laughs> um, so this is obviously Braden's obviously been listening, and so I gave Mitch a bit of stick about champing me. 
Uh, yeah. Where do you sit on champing? Uh, no, well, it's 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 a uh, if you're champing someone, you, you're being hostile. Yeah, you just don't know the name. You got no effort. Yeah, just... you don't know the name, but I think I think people purposely do it now just to get a just to stir. Yes, if you go, all right, yeah. champ. That's you, you're asking to stir some trouble. We talked there. about this, like muscles and squirt. See, see muscles. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's some some bad ones. Squirt or calling someone sport is so. Sport. <laughs> oh man, that's that's <laughs> real alpha kind of. Yeah, it's real condescending <laughs> stuff right there. All right, sport. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, you watched the races yesterday? Uh, I was I was at the tennis all day yesterday. Oh, so, so was I, but I, I, was, to... I had the two phones. Tommy two phones, they call me. Tommy two the, phones. The races on one of them. Um, Lead me in here. <laughs> no, so I was watching a lot of the races, but um, which was good. It was a pretty tough day. Just on Steve, before we go to races, actually, head yep. a, head a betfed.com.au forward slash hub, all this stuff. We've got actually his multis every day as well. So mm. we put up uh, great odds on a few of his multis every day. So you can either back them or be against them and lay them on betfair.com.au. But some data during the week as well. That um, mm. match we were talking about earlier, Murray versus Kokonakis. Kokonakis hit $1.01 in the match during the match. Really? 1.857 matched million matched at a dollar twenty or under. Wow. Kokonakis. Andy Murray hit seventy dollars in play. Two and a two point three thousand dollars matched at ten dollars plus on oh, betfair.com to you. Huge turnaround. Wow, incredible. That that um match where Kokonakis that game where Kokonakis or the point where Kokonakis had all those um smashes that he didn't put away and Murray yep. ended up winning that was a huge point in the yeah. con- in contest. So um yeah, lots happening there, and uh, I was sitting there at the tennis with the two phones, watching mm-hmm. the cricket and, uh, and the, not the cricket, the, the races everywhere, and it wasn't fun. Some big upsets, but um, I tell you what, the upsets at the tennis and the racing, probably both. Yeah, yeah. was there upsets, upsets at the tennis? Uh, actually, yesterday was a bit more straightforward. Yesterday was okay, yeah. but um, not many upsets. The races. Ramwick, I tell you what, it was a tough day. I really struggled at Ramwick. Maybe that's why Miles isn't here. I think he had a bad day as well. Um, <laughs> he's he's had a bad day. But, yeah, there were some massive upsets. And I tell you what, there's some great results on Betfair.com to you with these roughies winning some huge overlays. And Betfair starting price compared to top tote was mm-hmm. was fantastic throughout the day, especially at Mooney Valley and Ramwick. We saw some upsets. So, um, yeah, I didn't fare very well during Yesterday's races, um, some outsiders won, but um, anyway, what do you do? Do you have much on uh, on today's races? No, we might have a couple of tips in the last segment for those. But um, yep. did you catch Magic Millions on Thursday? No. So what was the, what was the tell? Explain the story around uh, around Magic Millions because I heard there's been controversy all week around not racing last weekend. And oh, the, the debacle! Track. So what, everyone was up there. Going everyone on? was up there. Everyone flies up there for the sales and the races on the Saturday. We had a big event with Betfair.com.au. Event on the Saturday. Luckily, we're at a pub. We weren't at the races, but um, the races got called off. Called off after a couple of races. So, the track manager got in a bit of strife and it copped a bit of pressure the week before Wave Race Day for war, for a dry track. He presented a really firm dry track that was leader bias mm-hmm. and inside fence bias. And what happened was everyone poured the pressure on him, saying we need a fairer track on the next Saturday. We need a fairer track. Can't afford to be leader bias and and all of that. And then what's happened is. He's watered the track on the the Friday, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Then suddenly we had 14 mil more rain than forecast and the track was a heavy, jockeys were complaining and it got postponed. Right. So absolutely, de- absolute debacle. Um, so I got postponed to this. Got postponed to Thursday, which yep. um, was fine. It was a good race day Thursday, but obviously huge um, downturn in turnover 
from a Saturday to a Thursday. It was yeah. Incredible. I should mention that Saturday at Murray Bridge prior, so we had Gold Coast abandoned because of a wet track. Murray Bridge Saturday got abandoned from for tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds? Only in Adelaide, would you say this? Adelaide's premium base meeting got called off. Abandoned because of tumbleweeds. Like actual tumbleweeds, like <laughs> Wild West tumbleweeds. Legit. What? Legit. Very funny. Wow. Very, very, very funny. Is that how barren Adelaide is? Yes, correct. Oof. So Murray Bridge, surrounded by <laughs> surrounded by uh, acres of land and dry <laughs> land. It was a windy yeah. day and very humorous stuff, only in Adelaide. <laughs> but yeah, so we saw a really good um, day of racing on Saturday, on on Thursday at the Gold Coast for Magic Millions Day, the postponed meeting. We mm. saw Skylab win race two. It was all about the two-year-old race skirt, the law for Tony Golland, who's Making it a claim to be one of Australia's best trainers, and we saw Skirt the Law, the filly, the Queensland filly, daughter of Better Than Ready, win the two-year-old classic, obviously $2 million race, Jordan. Mm. So that was fantastic. Waterhouse filled the placings with Platinum Jubilee and Summer Loving. We saw Emperor of Japan start favourite of betfair.com.au. Just got too far back and looked to loom and just didn't finish off the race. So... Um, Congrats to Tony Gollan and collections there. Ryan Maloney with the win in the two-year-old Magic Millions. And then we saw the three-year-old Magic Millions, or three-year-old Guineas, fashion legend for Richard and Will Freeman. Took out that race at a huge price there, um, about $25, $30 on Betfair. So fashion legend beat the favourite Yellow Brick in the three-year-old Guineas. On Thursday, um, yeah, it was all happening. Never but, a dull moment. No, did they break the record for the uh, highest auction at the Magic Millions? I don't actually know. It continues to go from strength to strength. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I think they got up to was it almost two or over two? Yeah, we saw a couple of we saw a, a couple of horses go for a lot of money. Yeah, yeah over two million. Yeah, two point four. I think was. Um, I know that's I know that's like skirting the record. That's pretty close. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Top end money is like through the roof, and you see these like cost of living's going up, and the sales just go from strength <laughs> to strength. So. Yeah, exactly. So, how many people would have stuck around then for the postponed races on uh, on Thursday? Would have Not been. many. Yeah. Not many. Everyone. I went home and yeah. Yeah, it would have been pretty quiet, unfortunately. Oh, well, on to next year, Magic Millions. Uh, this is Betfair Edge, your Sunday edition. Find better tennis odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Uh, trackside today is Tim Gossage and David Taggart. Going back going back, going back, back to the uh, to the, uh, to the the old days of when <laughs> trackside first started on a Sunday, Goss and Tags. Still happening. I well, might get the call up one day. Yeah, would you like to? Oh yes, yeah. Give me a buzz. Do you have the? Uh, have you got the the hype ability of Dave? Ta- can you can you match him vocally? No, Decibels? but I'd I'd have to work off him, bounce yes. off him, yeah, bit yeah, of radio yeah. craft with the tagster. Yeah. Surely I'll be fine. Exactly. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back after this and uh, continue things on on Betfair Edge. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. You can find better odds on the Australian Open at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. This is the Sunday edition of the Betfair Edge. Jordan Canellis and, Mo- and uh, Tommy Haylock. I almost said Jordan Canellis and Miles Fitzner. Jeez, that's a low blow. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tommy Haylock. I've never been more assaulted in my life. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> rightfully so. My bad. Uh, Tommy Haylock is the man next to me in the oh. studio here for Betfair Edge. Um, uh, Tags has just rolled in. Here he goes. He's ready for a big day. All by himself, Tags, as he will be for the next six hours on radio. Uh, Mornington. Uh, we've got races today at Mornington. Have you got any uh, any tips for us 
out at Mornington oh, today, Tommy. A couple of shorties at betfair.com to you. Race two, number eight, Our Goddess. Uh, first up for Ben Mellum, Clinton McDonald. Um, race six, another favourite, Cato. Will be very hard to beat as well. Um, so you can roll the winnings in from race two into race six. And then another favourite, just, is She's Notorious. Keeps winning this horse. Um, another Clint McDonald horse by Mertens. Jumps on board barrier nine here. Pretty hard to beat. So there's three. Um, I think one of the guys asked for a tip. Locke asked for a tip. So mm. there you go. There's there's three shorties. But they're the ones I'll be playing around today. Um, you've been watching the Big Bash I've been keeping a little eye on it. I've been keeping an eye on it. Who have got? Uh, who's playing tonight? Well, two games today. One at one forty. Now there was a Ooh. game. Did you know there was a game at four o'clock on Friday? There's a big bash. That's in the Labian. No one know, knew about it. Four who's o'clock scheduling? on Friday. Yeah. No, I didn't know there, about that. <laughs> was, I had no idea. <laughs> there was a big bash match at four o'clock. Uh, apparently, so I heard on Twitter. Who's scheduling a match at four o'clock on a Friday? No, no one's watching. No. no one even knows it's on. That's in the Labian. Brisbane Heat play today at one forty. Um, so there's an interesting one for you. Brisbane Heat, $1.68 versus the Stars, $2.44. Scorchers go from strength to strength. Mm. $1.55 uh, to beat Melbourne Renegades tonight, seven fifteen. Now, I tell you what, Steve Smith, he's on the backboard. He is launching him another 100. Yes. Smashed him. Smoked him. Yeah. He's flying. Is that a record quickest 100 or something like that? I was at the tennis, so I missed a lot of it. Yeah, um, yeah, so but I just saw the score. He's, <laughs> yeah. Wow, we. Um, so they be on the back of him. Sydney Sixers have come in at two dollars seventy-two for the winner market. Perth Scorch is still favourite at two dollars forty-two. One of those teams will win, you'd think. God, how good are they? Sydney Sixers just never drop the ball, do they? Class, they're so competitive. Yeah, just one um, of the consistently good teams in Australian sport. It's amazing, actually. Yeah, it's amazing. Just, they've never been. I mean, I'm sure they have once or and twice, Perth. but Perth never, never really been bad. Yeah, Perth only had one, maybe one bad season, two bad seasons, but. Those two teams, just institutions in the Big Bash. Correct. Um, who wins the tennis from here, mate? Oh, uh, it's hard to go past Sviontek, the number one seed for the women's. For the men's. I've laid Sviontek, so. You have? Yeah. Okay. Not ideal. Um, for the men's, oh, it's hard. I feel like it's, it, it ha- I mean, Djokovic seems like the logical answer, but can he get through four more matches with this hamstring injury? That's a, that's a big ask. He's just faking it, mate. He's faking it. Okay. <laughs> He's just putting uh, it he'll, on. He'll walk it He's in. fine. He'll walk it in. <laughs> nah, I got to. I got to back my boy Tsitsipas. He's playing good. Is he your man? Is he? Uh, yeah. Felt, yeah, he's a Greek. Oh yes. Yeah. If um, if you never hear, if you don't hear of a player in the first week, like a top player, it means they're playing well. They're just getting through their matches. No fuss. No drama. Just getting through it. And that's what he's done so far. So he's playing good tennis. Tsitsipas. So that that might be one. But he's got a big opponent today. Sinner from Italy. He's a good player. So two top fifteen players. There you go. Yes. Interesting tennis coming up. Are mm. you um, any soccer on at the moment? Yeah. Game? Oh, Arsenal and Manchester United tomorrow. I'm a big Arsenal fan, like uh, like Tomo out there in the back. Well, Arsenal a dollar ninety three. Betfair.com. You do the draw three ninety five. Man United four dollars thirty. You okay. siding with Arsenal? Yeah, I'm going to side with Arsenal, but objectively, that's pretty decent value for Manchester United because they've been playing well recently. So if you're looking for the uh, for the value there, that's pretty decent. That's at the Emirates, isn't it? Arsenal home game. Oh, I couldn't tell you, mate. You're the soccer man. Oh, okay. Right, right. I should, actually, no. You know what? That's a good call. I should know that. You should um, know that. <laughs> it is a home Come game. On, mate. It is a home game. It's at the Emirates. So Arsenal home game. But, uh, but man, you have been in good form. I think they're third now on the, on the table. They're closing in on the, uh, on the ladder. So. Arsenal? No, Man U. Man U. Yeah, Arsenal first. Yeah, um, Arsenal first. They're $2.04 yeah. to win it, Arsenal. Yep. 
Man City 218 now. So when I looked at this a couple of weeks ago, Man City were, the odds are about reverse. Man City are about 220 and yep. Arsenal are about 250. So Yeah, a few, a few results recently that have gone Arsenal's way and uh, Man City dropped a few points recently. So it's helped the Gunners in the run home to the season. Doing much calling? Uh, you were fantastic. You're on the backboard for your World Cup stuff, mate. It was brilliant. Thank you. Thank it was you. fantastic calling. Great coverage by SEN. Yes, it was good. It was great having uh, great having Archie Thompson part of the coverage, and Clint Bolton is always great quality. He's one of our experts, so it was good fun. Uh, calling, I'm pinch hitting uh, at the tennis at the moment. BP's the main man, but when he needs a chop out, I'll come in and do a few uh, do a few games or a set here or there. So yep. that's my uh, that's my one tonight. So that's why I'm looking forward to tit to pass tonight. So might get a might get a call up. So I'm just going to sit there patiently waiting. Good, yeah. good luck. Um, Shannon from Bottles Bay said they should scrap the BBL and just have a try series between the Sixers and the Scorchers. <laughs> not bad, yeah. not bad. You know what needs to happen? The BBL needs to finish before the Australian Open starts. It gets lost in the wash. Yeah, it does. Just have yeah. the grand final the Saturday or the Sunday of the first night of the tennis Sunday before the tennis starts on the Monday. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. Have the uh, have the big bash run through. What is it? When the test start? November. Yep. November December. Yep, it's quite not not quite school holidays though at that time, is it? Everyone complains that it goes too long anyway. Just yeah. Well, thank goodness they're shorting, shortening it in a few years. Mm. That's a good call. Um, there was a text that came in from Sean earlier. G'day, boys. That uh, should run a poll on what's worse: being champed, chiefed, or buddied. <laughs> I'm with Miles. Being champed is just degrading. Have a ripper, lads. Thanks, Sean. Um, what would you take most offence at? On your champ, on your chief, champ, on your probably. buddy. I don't mind buddy so much. Chief's not great. Champs, champs, got to be worse. Champ, I think champs the worst one there. Champ, yeah, I'd hate that. <laughs> champ, Oof. Um, stuff. What's but, happening today? What have you got plans for? Don't know, mate. Uh, take it easy. A lot of sport on. Head yeah. to betfair.com today. We surf in the internet. Betfair hub. Lots mm -hmm. of data and analytics and form. And Steve Quick's previews for the tennis. Yep. He tipped me into Dimonor last night at the line. So yep. that got up, which was good. Thanks, Steve. Um, yeah, just betting. Responsibly, of yes. course, and um, watching sport. Never N a dull moment. NFL fan? No, not really. Not really? No. Okay. Sorry to disappoint you. No, that's okay. Giants, <laughs> Giants and Eagles coming up uh, in about 20 minutes from now, so you can tune in on the app or you can tune in to uh, David Taggart, who's out the back there. He's by himself. He's ready to go. I think he's doing the whole six hours by himself, is he? Winners galore. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone else. I don't think there's anyone. <laughs> David Taggart can host a six-hour radio stint by himself, can't he? If anyone can do it. Looking forward to this. <laughs> tune in to SCN Track. Uh, thank you, Tommy. That was good fun. Been a pleasure, mate. Thank you. Betfair Edge. Find better odds on the Big Bash at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Betfair Edge. Returning this time next week. See ya.